The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is a unique program designed to help veterans and first responders heal from mental trauma, but now it needs some help of its own. It's called CanPraxis, an equine therapy program based right here in Alberta. It has helped so many since it was established back in 2013, but now a lack of sponsorship and cancelled fundraising events because of COVID has the team scrambling to keep offering the much-needed help. Joining us this afternoon is the the founder and director of CanPraxis, Steve Critchley, and retired RCMP Assistant Commissioner Graham Moore, Muir, who has gone through the program. Just for background, Graham served in the RCMP for 32 years and also as a commissioner of the United Nations Police. Oh, yeah, he was also uh, part of the United Nations Police as part of the UN Stabilization Mission in Haiti. He was also part of the UN Protection Force in the former Yugoslavia and in Afghanistan, where he served as the most Canadian police officer in charge in 2009 and 2010. Uh, Steve and Graham, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, allowing us to be here. Graham, did I get all... (laughs) Very pleased to be here, Jillian. Hey, Graham, did I get all of that right? You've been a busy guy over the past 30 years. Well, that's uh, 36, but who's counting? And uh, and almost all of it right, so... That's perfect. <laughs> All right. You know what, Steve? I just want to start with you a little bit and get a little bit of background uh, on, on the program. What led you to start this equine therapy program? Um, uh, part of my past uh, secondary duties while in the military was a mediator. So I'd be going around Western Canada and dealing with um, complaints within the military of uh, sexual harassment, abuse of authority, etc. And so I became very interested in conflict resolution. After I retired and I was at home uh, on our acreage out by Torrington, Alberta, uh, one day I may have been out of sorts. My wife threw a halter at me and said, go talk to your horse instead of me. So I went out to talk to the horse. And if you go out to talk to a horse uh, in a not pleasant mood, it's going to take you quite a while before the horse will let you near it. And when I finally got Mm. up to the horse, I realized that individuals that are suffering from operational stress injury, such as PTSD, deal with conflict and crisis every day. So it was putting the horses, the mediation skills, and recognizing that if we work with the proper psychologists, we have a program here that can help people save their lives, save their relationships, save their families. How did you develop the program, though? How did you, who did you work with, and, and, and how did you come to understand um, how, how horses can help so much in this? Well, I was working with uh, some uh, self-employed uh, people who put on workshops with horses that I realized that... Uh, unique exercises, ground exercises with horses, and then tied together with trauma psychologists and understanding that conflict and crisis, of course, is part of the daily life, that the horse uh, brings about uh, the ability to help people relax. Actually, Dr. Brenda Abbey out of uh, Calgary, who works with youth and equine therapy, her study demonstrated that uh, the human brain around horses produces dopamine. So it was just understanding that it puts people in a good place. It allows us to educate people on conflict and communication. And we just took it from there. 
And there's there's different levels to the program, isn't there, Steve? And it just doesn't work with the, with the veteran or the first responder, but their families as well, which is incredibly important. Well, it's, it's an understanding that uh, an operational stress injury is actually a family affair. Uh, there are no innocents. It's like a pebble that drops into the puddle. The ripples go right to the edge. So it was yeah. the understanding, and my wife was part of that as well, uh, of realizing that during my time in the military as a veteran, uh, we moved our family almost every three years. And my wife became quite upset that she was on the last line of a posting letter that would accompany me, and it would say DF&E to follow at a later date. My wife was quite upset that dependents were rated with furniture and effects. And it was with that we understood that the spouses, the partner, the family member needs to be on this program, and they need to be there as an equal, not just a support mechanism. Graham, I want to st- I want to get into your story uh, a bit because it really um, your story captured my attention when I when I saw a post on Facebook uh, recently. And first off, um, you know, I it, it was very it was raw, it was honest, it was brutally honest. How difficult was it for you? to to put that out there because you know hey um we we know what some of the uh, I, I i don't know stigmas are still out there we're, we're working hard to break them down but it must have been a little bit of a tough go to write that well i think um it would be wrong of me to suggest that there was that there was nothing to it, it um but on the other hand i mean i've i've had the benefit around me of uh of colleagues over many many years some of whom i consider to be exemplars they just they lead well by example and um in that body of uh, men and women that are dealing with uh uh operational stress injuries in the broad sense there there are that um that few brave souls who uh they self-identify uh and and they do tell their story and they do that at some risk to themselves um conceivably uh, but they do it uh, in, in order to effectively just give, give people a sense of uh, you're not alone out there and uh, and there's better days ahead and I thought to myself um, uh, well it, you know the, the timing just seemed to be appropriate uh, that um, it may be my turn in the barrel to effectively <laughs> uh, step up and uh, and and do and do the same thing and uh, and and to be able to be one of those uh, one of those navigational aids, if you can use the, the metaphor, to help uh, other other folks along the way. So and that's what I'm doing, and that's the motivation, effectively. Graham, um, you've been diagnosed with an operational stress injury that um, you say is directly attributable to three attributable to three overseas tours on UN and NATO deployment, um, and 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 you said that you you did not see this coming, that you were one of many tens of thousands of first responders who thought themselves, um, you know, impervious to to lasting damage. When did you realize that you needed help? Well, the short of it is, uh, a, a little. I was late to the dance, uh, as I want to say. I mean, I, um, I think I was self-aware, uh, self-aware to a point because uh, in those those three uh, those three missions abroad had had happened at different points in my career, separated by by uh, you know service back home and such. I, I was aware uh, that I was manifesting symptoms just in terms of attitudes and behavior that uh, it, it, it just wasn't it wasn't normal and. And um, and then on retirement, I thought, well, 
um, I'm resilient enough, you know, I can, I can work through this. But the truth of the matter is, you know, I was, I was eight years into retirement, and my, and my plan of going it alone, uh, it wasn't working. Simple as that. And uh, one of those exemplars, one of those brave souls, um, his name's Paul Woods, a retired member of the RCMP that I, I had spent some time doing international work with. And uh, he was the guy that, that, that provided outreach uh, to others around me. And I thought, you know, that he was my first call. And um, and then from that point onward, um, it was just it was that first step. It's the, it's the having the, the desire and the and the and the resolve to um, to make that connection, and 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 earnestly, uh, sincerely, uh, ask for help. As uncomfortable as that may be. To have someone then to know your story and to know that you have asked for help and to ha- be there for to, to show that support, whether it was that, that first person you reached out to or, you know, further on once you get into the program, you, what kind of what kind of feeling does that that give you when you when you can when you can share the challenges that you're facing, Graham? Well, the, the short of it is um, it lightens the load. It lightens the load. Um, I'm not sure why that is. Um, <laughs> I think uh, from my own my own uh, personal approach to life has always been if you if you're faced with a with a, a problem or a challenge of consequence, uh, but, uh, do something about it. There's all it's like a, the solution doesn't lie in contemplation. It, it lies in it lies in action of sorts, and um, and uh, and I've and I've also learned that. Uh, in life, you know, it's not notwithstanding, you know, issues germane to operational stress injuries. You're always you're always better off for giving a bit of yourself to somebody else. And, and I've and I and it it comes home in spades when dealing with uh, with an operational stress injury, the likes of which my, I'm now presently experiencing. It is just simply helpful to be able to take a little bit of yourself and and uh and, and and random act of kindness whatever however you choose to describe it give give a little bit of yourself it, it it does lighten the load at least that's my experience all right we're joined this afternoon by uh retired rcmp officer graham muir and steve critchley the director and founder of can praxis an equine therapy program for veterans and first responders based here in the province of alberta graham you recently um completed what the second of three phases of the CanPraxis program. Why was it that CanPraxis was the one that you decided to go with? Because there's, there's different programs out there. And can you tell us about how it helped and, and what you what you learned through the process? Well, thanks for the opportunity, Jalen. And first and foremost, um, it's not as if I did a comparative pricing or, or was that <laughs> well-informed to begin with. Uh, but as Steve was wise enough with his team, they did a little outreach through the RCMP and the Veterans Association, and I came to know of the program through that. And um, uh, I was immediately struck, uh, long before I even, but before arrival, struck by the fact that um, a, con- a condition of, uh, of participation in that program is, is, that, is that you're a Accompanied by one other, it could be a life partner or a close friend, but uh, but typically the, the, that person that matters the most in your life that you're that mm. you're, you're walking that path path together. And I, I knew from the get-go, and, and was certainly confirmed in my experience having having undertaken the first and second phases, that uh, that 
that's that's magic um, and for no other reason than because so often you you have the opportunity for quote unquote an adult learning moment you're, you're you find yourself uh, back in the company <laughs> of uh, uh, friends and family and, and you're, you're you're trying to explain to people like what what you've been through in this particular case that, that your your partner or that person that, that depends or matters to you they're, they're walking that path with you and, and that's mm-hmm. that matters for no other reason than the course any any uh, um, experience like this it has to start an end date and then you got to go back to living your life and so um, the, this, this, the range of uh, experiences that Steve and his team provide uh, with the horses um, effectively they, they give all of us each one of us a, a set of insights that if not new they're you're looking at things through a different lens and um, and if I may, just uh, by way of example, uh, Steve uh, made passing reference to, to dopamine and the effect that it mm-hmm. has on on, uh, on people. And, and simply stated, I, I think the human beings are just happier around horses. There's something to be said <laughs> about that. And I'm allowing for the fact that a lot of the experience, the people that are, are, part- are participating in this program, they've uh, many of them have never been even close to a horse, let alone uh, on yeah. one. And so they're they're dealing with a range of uh, stressors or that have to do with just just getting out of their comfort level. Um, the, but the working around and with the horses long before you get on one, that whole first part of the program is just moving around with them on the ground. Um, the, the idea of uh, horses and their, their innate sense to trust into to to into it, uh, uh, how a person is feeling at any given moment, um, and then and then to have. Uh, put two people in an arena uh, with a horse and a, and a halter and, 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 and try to undertake a very basic uh, exercise, which would, which would, if you can imagine it, walk, walking a horse through a, a zigzag configuration um, <laughs> uh, without having to pull and, and yank or raise your voice. And in order to do that, especially if you're not familiar with horses, you, you, the, two, the two humans have to work inordinately well together to solve the problem of how to move that horse. Um, quietly, gently, and uh, with no fuss. Um, and metaphorically speaking, and what I took away it was a very powerful uh, experience for me. Was um, if 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 you're dealing with an operational stress injury, and day to day that is a tough, hard grind. It create it creates problems with uh, with the day to day running of your life and your relationships. Uh, you have to be able to talk about that. You have to be able to say to your partner or your or that or that special person in your life, I, I need this from you, and and I and I'm prepared to listen to what it is I can do. You can I can do for you as well. Um, it uh, by the time you're finished exercises in, in an arena with with horses on the gr- on the ground in that fashion, you it. It just it leaves you with a, a a sense of accomplishment, and and b um, a sense of optimism that if that if if you if you can with little or no experience around horses accomplish what seem what would be seemingly impossible otherwise if you can do that, um, then you certainly you ought to be able to sit around the kitchen table, and uh, and solve a couple of small problems mm-hmm. that would occur on any given day, uh, and and of course a lot of those problems are magnified yeah. uh, to the extent you're managing an oper- operational stress injury so. Um, I think that therein lies, to me, the, the, the magic of the program, that you're actually doing that with people that are on that path with you, uh, and there's codependency there. Um, and I think I'll leave it at that for the moment. 
Steve, uh, we know that uh, the program has got some funding challenges right now. COVID-19 uh, has has caused uh, real grief for a lot of charity organizations and their ability to fundraise. What's the situation right right now, and uh, and 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 how can people help? Well, you're very much uh, correct that uh, the pandemic has introduced new challenges. And just like we ask our participants, uh, we say, get up, dust yourselves off and find a way forward. And that's what we'll continue to do. You know, a lot of the fundraisers, uh, I think there was at least seven now that have been canceled, uh, where we would rely heavily on uh, funds coming into us because we provide our programs at no cost to the participants. Uh, They didn't pay for the injury. They shouldn't have to pay to have it looked at. So for us, it's a continuing challenge uh, for us to raise the funds. Uh, Recently, just last week, we're very fortunate. You know, Timbertown and Calgary, they provided a sizable donation of $10,000. That's very helpful. So if people want to help, and we're getting some incredible uh, grassroots support, you know, a lot of donations coming in at $10, $20, etc. And each and every dollar is very much appreciated. Uh, Through the CanPrac, Access websites, people are able to donate and receive a tax receipt. So if they simply go to www.canpraxis.com, uh, at the bottom of the first page, there's a link where folks can donate. And we're very appreciative of this. Uh, long story short, our sole focus is to place our participants first and do the best job we can in helping them, you know, simply regain their lives, regain their families, regain their relationships. And to do that, we need Canada's help. And and you've been doing that for the past number of years, Steve. And uh, tip of the hat to you for and your organization for for reaching out and, and helping uh, our, our folks out there. Graham, I want to thank you as well for sharing your story. Um, I do believe that there is power in talking and power in sharing. And Steve, you know if there's anything that I can do uh, to, to help, you, you know how to find me, okay? Well, thank you very much. We certainly appreciate it. And once again, just a tip of the hat to you as Honorary Colonel of 408 Squadron. Uh, Job well done. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Steve and Graham, it's been a pleasure speaking with you this afternoon. Thank you so much. Take care. Welcome, Jalen. Yeah, take care. You can find out more again at canpraxis, C-A-N-P-R-A-X-I-S dot com.